Blog Talk okay, there. Radio. Doghouse, are you there? Doghouse, are you there? Hello, NASM. We're working out some technical difficulties. Let's see if we can get this figured out. Doghouse is currently muted by this blog talk space, but we'll see if we can't figure that out and get this thing started. Come on, blog talk. You can do it. Try refreshing this thing and see if that works. And then we'll get right into this Nat talk. It's super exciting. I have an old intro planned and everything. This is me not panicking. Oh, the old refresh usually works, right? Turn it on and off. That's what they tell you. This is a thrilling opening to our show here. Blog Talk Radio. This is not a good ad for you. Oh, I got everything refreshed. Let's see what happens when Doghouse calls back in. We're just going to delete all this part, right? You can just cut it all out, can't you? Do it in post. That's what they always say. Please hold. The hold music. We're just going to end up deleting this whole show, aren't we? Long talk it issues together. Can you hear me? Oh my gosh, can you hear me? It worked. I fixed it. Did I just talk over you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? This is working. It's working. It's working. Let's just pretend that the first four four minutes never happened. We're going to start over again right now. You do the British lady voice. (laughs) Long talk talk radio. radio. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm going to hope when I switch over my notes, it doesn't destroy everything, but we'll see. Ready? We're just going to go from the start now. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nat Sound. Welcome to Nat's Nightly Weekly, where we're taking a break from bidding on a Chris Ware Rusty Brown lunchbox on eBay, which is neither Rusty nor Brown, but features a character named Rusty Brown, whose antics are amusing, to talk about all things. Ah. And, and Doghouse this week, other than Juan Soto, you crazy. Juan Soto. Sign Soto. Sign Soto. <laughs> Two home runs last night, including the eventual game winner. The first one was a towering, seemingly impossible home run to left that even Soto said he thought was too high, which I don't think he was referencing Major League, but he definitely did in it <laughs> unintentionally. A 45-degree angle, which our friend Andrew Simon at MLB.com noted was just the third hit by a national in the StatCast era with a 45-degree or more angle. 
Uh, also, the first of Soto's four to that point off a right-hander, and then he followed up with that with a go-ahead blast that traveled 436 feet to right center in, a, in Nationals Park, I wrote. But it was in Yankee Stadium. I'm editing myself on the fly. <laughs> His teammates were in awe after the game. Uh, I pulled some quotes from our post-game uh, for him to go out there and do what he did in front of this crowd just tells you a little bit about his character. According to Davey Martinez, he's the truth, says Justin Miller. Uh, he's a young kid just going out there and having fun and playing the game right. And you can not you can see he's gifted, so it's nice. Miller added, uh, it's unbelievable, honestly, according to Eric Fetty. I've had my amount of time in the mon- minors and seen what he's done to go through that and get to this level and shine is pretty remarkable. Uh, Ryan Madsen, 37, seen a lot in his days. His maturity at the plate is crazy. Everybody talks about that, and he's kind of an old-school guy where he's quiet. You don't really hear him. I guess the old guys like that, the quiet young kids, get off the lawn. <laughs> but 316, 422, 477 versus righties, 385, 484, 923 versus lefties. It's a small sample size. Uh, we should probably not get excited as I am about him, but – uh, what impressed you the most so far? What you've seen from Juan Soto since he's been up? You know, I, I just got to say the, the maturity. And we've talked about this, you know, a, a couple of times before. Uh, the steadiness of his approach at the plate. Uh, the maturity. The If you look at the way he chokes up with two strikes, that's kind of an old school approach. You know, who, who does that anymore? Everyone swings as hard as they can all the time because they're trying to put it over the wall. Uh, we know Soto can do that. He's done it, but he has excellent command of the strike zone, willingness to defer to his knowledge of the strike zone, even when he's in one of those, oh, my God, I've got to get a hit here. No, he'll take his walk if it helps the team. And as, as we saw and talked about extensively last week, and think we should almost talk about again, if it not for that ridiculous pop fly home run, uh, he's willing to go out of the box to make contact way out of the box and still, still keep it in play. Uh, just a, a really mature and experienced hitting approach. And if I, if I wanted to make a, a cheap joke about the Dominican and forged birth certificates, you know, I could say maybe this is secretly a youthful looking 30 year old with the, you know, the maturity of his, uh, uh, his results, at the plate here. I won't do that because he seems to actually be 19, which just makes this all the much more remarkable. You know, maybe what we're thinking is, is a sign of, uh, you know, an advanced approach is just a kid who's having a fantastic time and, you know, doesn't want to wake up from this dream of playing baseball and doing well at the major league level, which I, whatever the truth of it is, as long as I get to keep watching this for the rest of the season and, and not think about the, the less happy things going on in Nats town, the better. Soto, mm-hmm. Soto is great. I, and I can't believe that first home run got out. Yankee stadium is a ridiculous bandbox. <laughs> it's almost enough to make you think, forget about the fact that as I Google his stats, Bryce Harper is currently hitting 224, though he does have a oh. 19, home, 19 home runs, uh, league-leading 50 walks as well, 224, 364, 500 at this point. 
that's not going to get you a $500 million contract, Bryce Harper. Oh. Uh, what <laughs> The possibility of Harper leaving, though, uh, a little bit easier to take. Uh, if Victor Robles was healthy, it would be a lot easier to take right now. But the idea of a Soto, Robles, and Eaton uh, outfield next year on opening day, if they had to do it, is not the worst thing in the world at this point. No, and like we said before, uh, if, if Harper leaves, and it seems pretty likely that he will, um, Juan Soto showing us what he showed us. And remember, Victor Robles is a much more highly rated prospect than Juan Soto. If he comes back reasonably healthy and Eaton, Eaton has come back and just gone right back to hitting, uh, you know, I, I'm comfortable with that outfield. It's not – okay, I, I haven't seen Robles play center, so I was going to say it's not maybe the best defensive outfield, but it's, it's probably not below average. Uh, but it's certainly got a lot of a lot of talented hitters, a lot of fast people, a lot of people who are uh, so it would seem cost controlled and good at playing baseball. I'm uh, I'm happy with that. I'm I'm willing to give up Harper if I can see if I can see those three out there every day. I'm on the record, and I reiterated last night in a conversation with some reporters at the game. I'm still not thoroughly convinced Bryce Harper is leaving the Nationals. I, I think the Nationals would. There's some anger in the fan base about Harper at times. I think they'd take a real blow if they allowed him to get out of here, basically. I think he's going to test the market. I think he's kind of settled into D.C. It's his team. Uh, it's kind of He's talked before about want, uh, envying, or not envying, but maybe looking up to some people who played for one franchise their whole career. And I could see him doing that, taking a very large deal to come back here. But we'll see what happens That's months away he's 25 he's going to get a lot of money one way or another regardless of what anonymous executives tell uh, reporters from fan rag sports i don't know if you saw that article did you he's tanking for the hometown discount that's what it is <laughs> moving He'll on come back abruptly. In you'll see I have to keep reminding myself that Pedro Severino is only 24. He's taken over as a full-time catcher with Matt uh, Weeders sidelined after surgery to repair a torn hamstring. Started strong this season. Severino, that is, 274, 386, 356 line, six doubles, 11 walks, 17 Ks, and 88 plate appearances. But shortly, I think it was about nine days after Weeders went down, that took a turn for the worse. Uh, five for his last 53 before a night off on Wednesday, one double, four walks, 13 Ks in his last 58 plate appearances. He was, however, since I was there early last night on the field, uh, working with Kevin Long, Bryce Harper, and Daniel Murphy. I actually asked him if it mattered that they were left-handed swingers, and he's a righty out there. He said it does not matter because their swings are so impressive. He just wanted to see the way they go the other way with pitches, that it didn't matter that they were lefties. He just wanted to see what he could pick up from them. I love the fact that he's out there working like he is long before the games are starting and on a night off for him. But uh, can a team go into the world with World Series aspirations, kind of stick with him and hope he grows along the way? I'm not even sure at this point that a healthy Matt Weeders is enough for this team behind the plate. I don't think we're trading Soto or uh, Robles for Real Muto at this point. But do you think the Nationals are going to be in the market for a catcher? or Do you trust that uh, Severino can kind of develop along with this team and be sufficient when it comes to a, a postseason run or a pennant chase at the end. I just got my fingers crossed for Spencer Keyboom. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> and I'd also like to point out that for all of Severino's struggles lately, at least he's got his OBP up over 300, which is more than I can say for my Michael A. Taylor. Oh, uh, 
Although, although it pains me, I got to say, and, and you know, I like me some Michael A. Taylor. It's just stop chasing, work on your batting eye, pull the ball, pull the ball more. Oh no, the high fastball's coming. Don't swing, Michael. Don't swing. Oh, he swung. Oh, uh, but I, I, if, if Weeders comes back, uh, sometime this season, that may not actually be the worst thing. Uh, he's, actually managed to hit at a league average level so far this season. Uh, I, I don't mean to sound quite so surprised on that. That's in less than a hundred plate appearances. So maybe that would have, that would have tailed back a little bit, but um, maybe with uh, a, a Weeders Severino platoon in there, uh, we get both of them more rest and maybe minimize their exposure a little bit. And uh, maybe they do, both a little bit better, kind of like when Weeders was healthy and, and Severino was, was in there as the, well, I guess they were, they were, he was not even a backup even while Weeders was healthy. They were sort of getting to be half, half. Uh, as, as everyone points out in the comments to every article on federal baseball, the, the black hole of need on the Nats is the catching spot. Um, but I don't see the team making a big move to get rail Muto. Um, there's just too much, not enough depth anywhere with all the injuries to be moving a lot of pieces around here. You might see a depth type guy come in, but you know, Spencer Keyboom hasn't been bad. You know, he's, he's the kind of depth guy you'd find for cheap. Uh, but I, I think we're just going to have to em- embrace the suck on this one and, uh, and enjoy it going forward. I will note that I was impressed by Spencer Keeboom throwing a player out at second from his uh, from his knees behind the plate last night. Uh, does some impressive stuff there. And I, I don't think if Severino something was to happen to him, I don't think you want to be going forward with uh, Keeboom as your number one catcher. But we'll see if the Nationals do make a move there. They've made some impressive moves recently and found some bargains as I transition smoothly to my next topic here. Justin Miller, Just like ten and two thirds, ten and two thirds scoreless thus far. Uh, striking out, get this, twenty-one of thirty-four batters faced so far. He's only given up two hits over that stretch. One of them last night. Uh, signed a minor league deal with the Nationals this winter. Threw thirteen and two thirds scoreless, striking out twenty-three of forty-six at AAA. Uh, Davey said he he actually wanted to step in against him yesterday to see what's going on there, and said there's a lot of deception. <laughs> he said he, he said most of it. I think it's deception. If you're standing up there, I kind of wanted to see from a hitter's angle what he does, and he's got his back turned towards you as a right-handed hitter, and the ball comes out of nowhere. So I think that's part of it. I think 40% of his fastballs go by hitters. They don't make contact, so he's done well. He's made some unbelievable adjustments and been able to come back here and do what he does. He's been incredible. I see this year's Matt Albers, a real find and a success story for the national scouting, uh, professional scouting. He was a major leaguer in the past. I think he spent a year in AAA last year and didn't do too well, but they obviously saw something and he's actually obviously done something that's kind of turned his career around. And uh, it's a 30, 31 year old pitcher right now. Uh, he, He has done fantastically so far. I look at his peripherals and everything about them just, Screams unsustainable in all caps with a flashing underline on it, but I, I don't care as long as this lasts. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, it. He does have the deception in the delivery. He's already <laughs> in what ten innings of work. He is now the sixth most valuable 
pitcher on the entire staff, including all the starters. Uh, he's, he's just about <laughs> to pass Jeremy Hellickson. Um, uh, Rizzo points ahead. What can I say? Th- this is, this is <laughs> another good one. I've been impressed so far. I got an article about him coming up later and an article about Pedro Severino where you can read all the stuff I just told everyone about coming up at midnight. Those are plugs. One more topic. Reading is for losers. <laughs> I was going to say before, people actually still comment on federal baseball when you mentioned comments. But... <laughs> anyway. That might have been hyperbole. <laughs> Uh, just checking in on the rotation, uh, Steven Strasburg, uh, shoulder inflammation, sidelines him, Hellickson, the hammy issue. Uh, Eric Fetty got the start last night when they needed a new starter for the first time. Uh, he hung in there. Stuff is there. Command seems to still be a work in progress. I actually love the postgame quote for him where he said he settled down late in the game and was maybe just trying to be too perfect early and explain that if you're aiming for a tiny dot rather than like a third of the plate, it's trouble. And he said the last two innings, I tried to make that adjustment. I think that worked a little better. So a 24, 25 year old guy, I should have checked how old he was before I went into this, but uh, going out there and making adjustments on the fly, putting together a decent start against basically the best team in baseball right now and a really powerful lineup. I, I was impressed with what he did. Uh, also should note that when Strasburg came off the DL last season, he absolutely dominated after he got a little rest and got healthy. Uh, Hellboy has been great so far. Rizzo on the sports junkies this week mentioned Jeffrey Rodriguez, Fetty, Austin Votes. Let him. Uh, <laughs> is that enough? <laughs> is that enough? Get that boy there, a cup of coffee. Uh, <laughs> do you think this is going to be a, a trade deadline focus, kind of bolstering this rotation? Uh, I think they were a little short on depth before these injuries hit. Uh, I think Hellickson kind of is a surprise where he is, but it's been good. Uh, I don't know if he can count on that all season. Do you think this is where Rizzo is going to be looking to be pointing at his head again in a couple of weeks when the trade deadline rolls around? I think this is a, again, a place to make a move for a depth piece. And I, it's going to depend on how people, how soon people come back and whether they seem to be effective. And it, it's going to be, can, can we go with the people who have come off the DL or do people need more time to rest and get healthy? And so we, we got to get somebody to fill the innings without making a total disaster of the division. Because as again, uh, it's another one we keep coming back to, there's a lot of competition in the division this season. It's, it's not an easy stroll. So you need production out of the bottom of the rotation to, uh, to try and win the NL East this season. You can't afford to just throw away that, that last spot or two uh, for the sake of, of resting people or, or not having to make a move. Uh, Rizzo's going to have to do something or it, maybe people come back health and he won't have to do something, but it's, it's going to be, I, I think, uh, a bit of scouting around and being nervous all the way up through the deadline. Tomorrow night, Gio Gonzalez against Aaron Sanchez. The Nats are up in Canada, in Toronto. To quote uh, Scott Cook in the movie, fun in Toronto. They're going to try to have it 37 and 28 for the Nats going in, the 30 and 38 Blue Jays uh, up there for three games. I'm going to go back to bidding on my Rusty Brown lunchbox, which is currently going for 12.50 on eBay. Nobody outbids me, all right, you jerks. We'll see if I can get that. Can't you we'll get a lunchbox get a... new and not rusty? And maybe a nicer <laughs> color. Not rusty or brown. I missed the beginning of the show. Uh, <laughs> I wish we all did at this point. That was frustrating. <laughs> but Blog Talk Radio, 
I still love you. Nats Nightly Weekly is sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. We'll be back without technical difficulties next week, I promise. Doghouse, good to talk to you again. Enjoy Williamsburg, non-hipster version, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Go, ye oldie Nats. <laughs>